The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. From why she shaved her head in 2007 to her complex relationship with Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears really does reveal, well, a fair amount of all in her new memoir, The Woman in Me. The highly anticipated book was released today and uh, ploughing through it at the moment is Rory Cashin, entertainment editor for Joe.ie. Hey, Rory, good morning. Hey, how are you? So, um, does she tell all? Uh, from what I can tell, she tells all from her perspective. Uh, you know, any time there's any kind of biography, there's always going to be a sense of perspective. And there is kind of a sense of relief that after all these years of hearing all these stories about Britney, we're finally hearing a lot of the stories from her directly. Because as we know about her conservatorship, she was kind of rallied in and wasn't allowed to talk about herself or really about to talk about anything or anything she wasn't allowed to do, according to her, under the rules of this conservatorship. So it comes very, very soon after her finally kind of been allowed to be herself again. So if she's trying to set the record straight, because this is a life that has been lived very much in the public eye, mm-hmm. all the different phases of her life have been uh, chronicled. She's trying to set the record straight in some way? Yeah, like it's it's funny that it has been chronicled and she would have been around for the peak of when the paparazzi were at their worst because we always, you might remember, there was a time when she was really good friends with Paris Hilton and it didn't matter where they went or what they were doing, they were on the co- cover of every single newspaper or they were on every single website. So instead of us kind of knowing what actually what it was, we know more of her inner workings, her, her thought mm. process. Her now, you mentioned there. Paris Hilton there and the, the idea that she was a wild child with Paris Hilton in, during that phase in mm. Paris Hilton's life. She says, no, she wasn't really a party girl. No, like Britney says herself that she wasn't a huge partier at the time and she actually praises Paris for being kind of a shoulder to cry on during one of the, one of the more difficult times in Britney's mm. life. So it is interesting that we have this perspective of Paris and Britney going around and having the mm. craziest times in Los Angeles. But it turns out they were probably actually just two really good friends and we were only seeing this the, the, vision the paparazzi of version. only when they were yeah. out. Exactly. Yeah. And if they had a, a few and they were a bit four sheets to the wind, they're the pictures that sell. Exactly. Yeah, you, you're like it's 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 the same that you know anyone at their worst will sell the best, and unfortunately, the paparazzi at the time were very good at getting people at their absolute worst. Now it's extraordinary that during the time of her conservatorship, she actually was still making piles of money, and her dad, of course, was cashing in. Yeah, like the Britney Spears machine was making money, but it's not super clear how much or where that money was heading to at the moment or, or d- during the times of her tours. So under her conservatorship, she had three more albums still being churned out with some of the best producers in the world. She was doing some huge world tours. But as she says in the book, her way of almost slowing the mechanics of the factory would be to not put all of her energy into the singing, not put all of her energy into the dancing. I, at the time, actually did see Britney live during those times. I did kind of note to myself that she didn't seem to have her heart in it. And now we know why. It's because she simply didn't want to So she was to going through this. the motions. Yeah, yeah. She was She was just being told what to do. Now, she talks about uh, the, the men in her life over mm. the years and uh, Justin Timberlake was a very significant person for her. He was, yeah. So he comes up very early in the book. It's like chapter seven when yeah, he's mentioned for the first time and I think Britney is 10 or 11 at the time when she meets him in the Mickey Mouse Club. So he, they, he's been a part of her life for a very long time. Uh, but like jumping to the end, it's now been over 20 years since they broke up. And they were only together technically for about three years. So it is this huge talking point that actually doesn't take up that much time. But it does seem like a lot has happened 
within that window of those being a couple. Uh, mm. Off the back of the book, it's been revealed that uh, Brittany was pregnant and uh, sought out an abortion. And while she wanted the child, she felt that Justin didn't. Uh, and there's also some talk of the two of them stepping out on each other. Uh, Brittany uh, confesses that she did have an, uh, somewhat of, of an affair with Wade Robson, who was a professional, very famous choreographer at the time. And she doesn't name names as to who it was that Justin uh, potentially cheated on her with. But uh, a lot of resurfaced information from around 2000, 2001 has come up on the internet in light of the book coming out. Mm. Uh, so it's not very difficult to kind of put two and two together and figure out who exactly she's talking about. He has had uh, no comment really on the book. He's tried to take the, the high road and say that from a distance he's tried to be supportive to Brittany over the years. But now with his new wife, uh, Jessica Beale and their family, he just wants to focus on their future and not focus so much on their past. So that's... Now, there were various chapters in her life which uh, you can just chronicle them by the the paparazzi images. Mm. She shaved her hair. Why did she shave her hair? So that seems to be like the end point for what she felt was at the time the lowest point of her life. So she had her kids essentially taken away from her and given to the father, Kevin Federline, uh, off the back of being uh, found of being abusive of alcohol and drugs at the time. So she had been told she wasn't allowed to see her kids for weeks on end. She had a close family member pass away. Uh, She felt the walls kind of closing in and she, in the book, reveals that she felt this was the only way she could retaliate. It was the only thing she had control over anymore. Uh, And she notes that she does think it is almost like a childish reaction, but she said it's because she felt she had been forced to revert back to uh, childlike actions because she had mm. no adult control over her own life anymore. So that was a, a gesture of some sort of defiance of protest. Her mother was shocked, appalled. Yeah, like the, off the back of the, the shaved head, there was also the the attack with an umbrella on a paparazzi's car at the time. Um, she kind of notes that uh, she was in talks for a dark film role at the time and things that might have bled into the real world for her. In, in lashing out in that way, particularly in, the, in in that attack on the paparazzi's car, but yeah, like it's it's interesting that you know, she kind of doesn't have any way to talk around it. She she knows what she did was very complicated for herself. It was like a very psychological dark time for her. It was one of her low points, uh, and it, the, the book does delve at length and for quite a long time on what led up to that moment and everything that happened after it as well. Now, she and Colin Farrell had a fling. Mm. She calls it a brawl, a two-week brawl, uh, which I, I think is an interesting phrasing. But, uh, but they were mad about each other. They were, yeah. There was there was a, a clear physical connection between the two of them anyway. She said she sought him out on the set of a film he was making at the time called SWAT. Um, and that she, she sought him out and they found each other and they found each other very attractive. And then he brought her to the premiere of The Recruit. Do you remember the movie with Al Pacino? Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, he was asked on the red carpet, oh, are you a couple? And he said no. And that she had her heart broken all over again, apparently, because this was a moment of respite after having a heart broken over the the failing of the Justin Timberlake relationship. And she thought this might have been the beginning of something new and it was cut out from under uh, in early days again. So it it didn't last, but uh, it was... Uh, a, a, brightly, a brightly burning candle for them both, I think. Yeah, you you wonder why 
Colin would have said that because he could not maybe appear to be presumptuous, number one. I mean, Brittany at this point was mega. He was not. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he was, his star was just on the rise at the time. And, you, you know, I don't think Colin has responded publicly about anything to do with this yet. But uh, if, he, if he does, I imagine it'll be quite interesting. Mm. Um, she wrote the book, obviously, to get her um, version of events mm. out there. Um, she was also paid rather well. Yeah, looking into it, I was I was shocked to discover that it was it is the joint single most paid for single book in publication history. So other people have been paid more for series of of books, but uh, Britney was paid fifteen million dollars for the Woman and Me, which is the joint most amount uh, alongside Bill Clinton's uh, memoir a few years back. So mm. it's it's Britney and Bill as the two most paid <laughs> <laughs> authors in uh, publication history, which is. And, and, and rather less uh, sex in bills than there were. <laughs> than <laughs> There's less Colin Farrell talk, for sure, anyway. <laughs> and the, the question of her sister, does she come into it at all? Because, I mean, she seemed to be, when Brittany was in conservatorship and having difficulties, her mm. sister was out there coining it or attempting to. Yeah, in in the early chapters, there's a lot of talk of how much Brittany absolutely loved her sister and found her to be absolutely adorable and would do anything for her. Uh, and, and the fallout of the conservatorship and everything that's happened since then, it's been kind of a roller coaster of reactions. On the one hand, she does lump her sister in with her, with the rest of her family as taking total con- uh, abusive control of her and, and kind of milking her dry and just churning Britney through the machine to get everything they could out of her, but still constantly referring to leaving doors open uh, to repair any anything that could be repaired between the two of them and I guess wanting a future with most of her family but definitely not her father. Mm. She doesn't mention going to Bray for a tattoo, does she? In she the- doesn't. No, there's it's it's there's uh, there's some there's some revelations in that. Like, and the only go by in, in a split second, the fact that she nearly had Rachel McAdams' role in the Notebook that would have uh, reunited her with Ryan Gosling, who she had met years ago in the Mickey Mouse Club. The fact that she was offered one of the lead roles in Chicago, and she nearly took that, which would have essentially turned off her music career and could have turned her towards uh, acting full time there's some like there's some little nitbits in there there's the stuff that hasn't come up yet i think it's interesting that a lot of her music was produced by uh, dr luke who was in uh, the news quite a bit for the last few years for his uh, allegations of abuse against kesha and some other uh, profiled artists um and there's no mention at all of of her relationship whatsoever mm. so there are some topics that I think could have been delved into more and then there's some that uh, are dragged out a bit maybe too much Good read So far so good So far so good All right, Rory Cashin Entertainment Editor for Joe.ie on Britney Spears' memoir The Woman in Me which is released today The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance Weekdays at 9am on News Talk